Conservative? You bet. Controversial? Right again. It's time to squabble on the Jim Benson Show. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Jim Benson Show, conservative talk radio covering the issues that concern you here on the BBS radio network. Starting off today, a few comments about the wildfires and the horrible disaster there in Maui, Hawaii, particularly the burning down of the town or much of the town of Lahaina. A lot of netizens are posting videos now and speculating that this disaster, which included uh, almost no warning, uh, terrible governmental response, and the deaths of undoubtedly hundreds of people, many of them children, who were home during the day because uh, the schools were closed because of the weather conditions. And the very poor response that's come out of it, including Biden initially saying he had no comment about it. And then um, now he's going to give the people of Lahaina 700 bucks a month or Maui 700 bucks, 700 bucks total. I don't know. Not very much. Well, he gives billions to Ukraine again. Um, There was a lot of speculation that the deep state or some kind of governmental conspiracy used directed energy weapons uh, to destroy the town of Lahaina. Uh, I don't know. We can't. We obviously we can't uh, prove any of this stuff. But of course, with what's been going on with our elections, uh, I'm willing to listen to some of these conspiracy theories. And of course, you know, you had the situation where the Chinese communist uh, satellite uh, fired green lasers over Hawaii not too long ago. If you want to know more about this, uh, with the alternative, some of these theories and things are being said, and some of the criticisms we've been going on about this. Uh, there's an interesting uh, channel on YouTube. It's called Hustle Bitch. <laughs> H is in Harry, U-S-T-L-E, space, bitch, B-I-C-T-H. Hustle Bitch. Uh, he's got a lot of interesting stuff there. <clears throat> you might want to look him up, take a look at it. Moving on. Another week has passed, and we have another indictment of President Donald Trump. This one is the fourth and was brought by Fulton County, Georgia, Democrat District Attorney Fannie Willis, who the Trump campaign has said, quote, comes from a family steeped in hate, unquote, and is the, quote, daughter of a former Black Panther, close quote. And of course, what else is new? These are increasingly the type of people being elected to positions of power and authority in our society. Trump and I believe it's 18 others, including Trump attorney Rudy Giuliani and former Trump White House chief of staff Mark Meadows, were all indicted by Willis via a Fulton County grand jury for essentially contesting the 2020 election results in Georgia, which, as you know, is now a very serious criminal offense if you are conservative or Republican, but not at all if you are a Democrat or a radical leftist uh, communist. As you know, it's perfect, perfectly fine to claim elections were stolen by Republicans or the political right, but not by rhinos, that's Republicans in name only, which the deep state supports, of course. Their fellow their compatriots in this political world we have now, the Democrats, the communist Democrats, and other members of the political left, the outright communist, Communist Party USA, and so forth. 
as dubious and ridiculous as the reasoning is behind these latest charges, Trump and the others seem to be uh, the, the charges are about Trump and the others. Uh, it's uh, in line with the radicalization of our judicial system in America today, which comes down firmly on the side of the communist left. Therefore, I expect the president and probably most, if not all, of the other defendants to be convicted and sentenced to prison with this latest indictment. What ultimately comes of these cases will depend on whether we still have anything left of a real upper-level judiciary in this country. And I certainly agree with former Harvard law professor and constitutional law scholar Alan Dershowitz that this indictment is very, very dangerous legal precedent. But again, what I said, like I said, what else is new? Without wasting more time on the particulars of the latest bogus uh, charges of, against Trump and company, <clears throat> as you know it, along with other with the other three, <clears throat> they have been timed. The other three indictments, <clears throat> all this stuff has been timed to distract public attention from all the evidence coming to light from recent congressional hearings exposing the appalling extent and depth of Biden family corruption and the role of our president, Joe Biden himself, uh, that he has played in this corruption, despite old Joe's constant denials and his, and his supporters, the denials of himself and his supporters. Remember the words of Joe's brother, Jim, uh, plausible deniability that Joe was not involved in his son or his brother's business dealings. Not directly, that is. He just used to call, he'd get on speakerphone in these business meetings with Hunter and uh, it's over 20 times. But it's just to say hello and how's the weather and all that kind of stuff. And he went to dinners with him in Washington and so forth. But, you know, nothing special there, right? Not to see here. Biden knows that whatever lie he tells, he'll be backed up by the deep state and the establishment media. One thing that's encouraged me recently has been the subpoenas issued by the investigating House Oversight and Accountability Committee for Biden family bank records. The committee is also requesting release of archived email records in which Joe Biden used aliases in communicating with his son Hunter and others. These things, I think primarily it was with Hunter, these things could ultimately shed more light on all the corruption and hopefully help convince many wavering Republicans to vote for impeachment of Biden and possibly others in his regime, including the sickeningly corrupt U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland. Garland, after much insistence by Republicans, has just sidestepped legal precedent, and I think the law itself, and appointed the compromised and corrupt U.S. attorney for Delaware in Biden's home state as a special counsel to investigate the Bidens. This is the same U.S. attorney who sat on the Hunter Biden laptop investigation for years and then signed off on the recent sweetheart plea deal for Hunter Biden regarding pending federal tax and gun law violations. <clears throat> Contrary to what has been reported, Hunter's plea deal has not fallen apart, I believe. Uh, in fact, the charges, the tax charges were just dismissed by a federal judge, ostensibly allowing the new special counsel, to, which is supposed to come from outside the government, to uh, continue to investigate, which we know what's going to happen here. Uh, I believe they're going to be, the new special counsel will obstruct, obfuscate, and delay any and all further congressional investigation of the Bidens contrary to what a special counsel is supposed to do. The Biden regime and its deep state controllers, now firmly in charge of much of our federal, state, and even local government institutions, are using all their levers of power to ensure that Donald Trump is removed and prevented from posing a significant challenge to their power. Not that Donald Trump is the be-all and the end-all, but he seems to have them all scared to death. 
However, it's true that Joe Biden and company do not control every aspect of our government, and there are still many good people in government working and trying to do the right things and protect our country in these dangerous times we live in. To minimize the political damage being done by exposing Biden family corruption, Joe Biden is currently talking tough, at least at times, about communist China and taking some steps to shield us against the communist Chinese party's sinister aspirations of eventually taking over the USA. Should these best efforts of the deep state fail and Joe Biden become too much of a political liability, it's my understanding that California Governor Gavin Newsom, a deep state and CCP asset, in my opinion, is waiting in the wings to be made the new president, given their control over the elections, thus ensuring that the deep state can continue to serve the CCP and its friends on Wall Street and the USA's major corporations with their trillions of dollars invested in propping up the communist government in China. Thus, its economy can continue to be rigged and continue to be squeezed for yet more billions in profits for the CCP and its Western business and financial elite minions. No matter how much the deep state and Biden's other supporters continue to dispute and protest these things, it's obvious that Joe Biden is hopelessly compromised by the CCP and other foreign governments, businesses, and bad actors, such as Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky. Have you noticed how Joe Biden keeps on demanding and getting ever more billions upon billions in military, economic, and humanitarian aid for Ukraine in its battle against the invading Russians with seemingly no strings attached and no questions asked? It's been reported that Zelensky has an associate who is aware of critical details of Joe Biden's role in protecting corrupt Ukrainian energy firm Burisma, which paid millions to Hunter Biden and his business partner, Devin Archer, for their no-show jobs on Burisma's board of directors over several years. Here's some recent commentary on this matter by President Trump, which was posted on his Truth Social Network and elsewhere. Please play soundbite one. 100% proven that the Biden crime family received more than $20 million from foreign countries while Crooked Joe was vice president, and probably a lot more than that. That's just the money they found. Not one of Joe Biden's defenders has even attempted to explain what Joe and his family did, including his children and his grandchildren. What were they doing getting all of this money? I believe we have a compromised president he was bribed, and now he's being blackmailed. He's a Manchurian candidate. That's why Crooked Joe is letting other countries walk all over the United States. He's afraid to bring it up. He doesn't want to talk about it. He's petrified of China because they know exactly how much money has been given to him, and they know exactly where it is. China has paid him a fortune. Just think of what China has gotten for all that money. Biden shut down my administration's initiative targeting Chinese spies in the United States. He shut it down cold. He let China off the hook for COVID. He shut down the investigation into the origins of the China virus. He did nothing as China began setting up bases in Cuba, taking over South America and threatening Taiwan. They even took over the Panama Canal. We spent a fortune building it. Jimmy Carter's administration sold it for $1.00. We lost 36,000 people building the Panama Canal. 
The mosquitoes got them. Malaria. The mosquitoes got them. And now China controls it. Russia and China are even doing military exercises near the Aleutian Islands, right off the coast of Alaska. And Biden sits back on his hands. He does nothing. This never would have happened if I was president. If they even thought about it, I would have shut it down instantly. There's no way they would have done any of this kind of thing, including Russia invading Ukraine would have never happened. And China wouldn't even be thinking about Taiwan right now. Crooked Joe's corruption is a glaring threat to national security. Between the millions and millions of dollars he's gotten from China and the millions of dollars from Ukraine, Joe Biden's greed and criminality is going to get us into World War III. We're going to be in World War III with this guy. Grossly incompetent man. Now the corrupt Biden DOJ is continuing the cover-up with the appointment of a special counsel to block further investigation. It's the very same U.S. attorney who cut Hunter Biden the scandalous plea deal that was such a scam it didn't survive the barest scrutiny in court. It was done under what's called blue slip. It wasn't picked in that position by President Trump. It was picked by the Democrat senators in the state. It's called a blue slip. You'll check it out. But they picked him. I didn't pick him. This is corruption like our country has never seen before. That is why, as soon as I am reelected, I will appoint a real special counsel, or maybe you'll call it a special prosecutor, whatever you want to call it, you can, to look at all of these bribes, kickbacks, and other crimes, as well as the shameless attempt at a cover-up. Justice will be done. The Biden crime family will be looked at. We have to get there first. We have to win the election. They're trying to step in my way at every path because the one person they don't want to run is Donald Trump. But when we get there, the Biden crime family will pay a price like other people are being forced to pay. And that price will be very, very substantial. It'll be fair. But you know what? If they're guilty, they're going to be guilty. What they are doing to justice in this country has never even been thought of before. Thank you very much. Winning in 2024 will indeed be a daunting task, however, Mr. President, since clearly the deep state is so firmly in control of so much of our government and society and has no intention of giving up any of that power. We'll have more to say about the prospects for conservatives winning the 2024 elections in a few more minutes. But first, let's hear more about some of the latest revelations regarding the Biden family corruption and this 20 million up to this stage that has now been uncovered in payments to Biden family members through shill companies and disguised bank accounts. As Trump pointed out thus far, the disguised payments to Biden family members amount to some 20 million and have been uncovered by the House Oversight Committee's investigation. Here's Liz Wheeler talking about these latest Biden payments on her Liz Wheeler show on YouTube, August 10. Please play soundbite two. The House Oversight Committee has revealed a $20 million Biden bribery scheme. This is quite something. I'm going to read you this tweet thread from the House Oversight or this X thread. It's not Twitter anymore. This X thread from the Oversight Committee, it says, Biden family investigation. Today, we are releasing a bank records memo detailing how the Bidens and their associates received millions from oligarchs in Russia, Kazakhstan, and Ukraine. As Hunter was sealing the deal, then 
deals. Then Vice President Biden dined with these oligarchs in D.C. So what's really interesting before we get started here, what's really interesting to me about what the House Oversight Committee did is you and I and everyone watching this show, even Democrats, know that Hunter Biden is corrupt. We know that he engaged in pay-to-play schemes. He sold access to his father as vice president. But what's the most interesting thing to me is when we can actually see exactly how it was done. Because corruption is just a criminal enterprise disguised by confusion, camouflaged by confusion. And when you can see step A, step B, step C, step D, that's fascinating to me. So that's what the Oversight Committee did, is they detailed exactly how this was done. They said, we've now identified $20 million in payments from foreign sources to the Bidens and their associates. During Joe Biden's presidency, or vice presidency, Hunter sold him as, quote-unquote, the brand. No real services were provided other than access to the Biden network, including Joe Biden himself. On February 14th of 2014, this of course is during the Obama years, right, when Biden was vice president, Russian oligarch Yelena Baterina wired $3.5 million to a shell company associated with Hunter Biden and Devin Archer. About $1 million was transferred to Archer, and the remainder was used to initially fund a new company account, which Archer and Biden used to receive other foreign wires. In spring of 2014, then, a Ukrainian oligarch placed Archer and Biden on the Burisma board of directors and agreed to pay each of them $1 million per year. Then Vice President Joe Biden visited Ukraine soon after they joined Burisma. Hunter claimed credit for this visit to show quote-unquote value. So we're pretty familiar with this up until now, but here's where it gets interesting. On April 22nd of 2014, Kazakhstani oligarch Kenis Rakashev wired the exact price of Biden's sports car to a bank account used by Archer and Biden. The very next day, a payment was made to purchase the sports car which this is incredible to me. Like they didn't even try to hide this. They thought their bank account situation was so convoluted or so hidden that they're actually shaking down foreign oligarchs, an oligarch from Kazakhstan for the price of a sports car. The House Oversight goes on to say, after receiving the sports car payment, Archer and Biden then arranged for Burisma executives to visit Kazakhstan in June of 2014 to evaluate a three-way deal among Burisma, a Chinese state-owned company, and the government of Kazakhstan. So one of the things that I find particularly interesting, too, is that a lot of times we'll say, like, oh, Burisma, it was an energy company. What does Hunter Biden know about the energy industry? Nothing. That's obvious. But what does he bring to the table? He brings the ability to make these connections. If you pay him $3.5 million or the price of a sports car, he will bring United States government officials to your country or arrange for them to have dinner with you, including up to his father, the vice president of the United States, and will arrange for these meetings between really hostile, corrupt nations to make business deals that, again, ultimately profit him. But his his value is the connections that he has. That's what, he, that, that's what his currency is, connecting. So Oversight goes on to say, Hunter brought in millions of dollars from Yelena Baterina, Burisma, and Kenneth Rakashev. Vice President Biden then had dinner with them in the spring of 2014 and 2015 in Washington, D.C., this is clear corruption that enriched the Biden family. Well, obviously, of course it is. I find it fascinating to see exactly who paid the money, where the money went, what Hunter Biden did with the money, and what happened as a result of the payment of that money. That's what House Oversight did. So the question is, how come Joe Biden hasn't been impeached for this? Because this is a high crime or misdemeanor. This is selling out the United States of America. 
Here's more on the 20 million revelations uh, from an audio file of an August 10, theepictimes.com article. Play soundbite three, please. Foreigners paid more than $20 million to Biden family, associates, bank records. President Joe Biden's son, other family members, and their associates were paid more than $20 million by Russians and other foreigners while Mr. Biden was vice president, according to bank records released on August 9. Russian, Ukrainian, and Kazakhstan nationals were among those paying the Biden family and their associates, according to the records. Russian billionaire Yelena Bacharina, for instance, paid $3.5 million to a company called Rosemont Seneca Thornton, with about a third going to Hunter Biden associate Devin Archer. Another $2.75 million went to an account started just one day prior for Rosemont Seneca Bohai on February 13, 2014. Mr. Archer testified recently that he and Mr. Hunter Biden co-owned the account. Ms. Bacharina, the widow of former Moscow Mayor Yuri Lushkov, was among those present at dinners in Washington that Mr. Joe Biden attended, Mr. Archer recently told members of Congress. That included a dinner held within months of the payment. The White House has not denied the allegations. Also at the dinner, according to Mr. Archer, was ex-Kazakhstan Prime Minister Karim Masimov. Mr. Masimov was sentenced to prison time this year for allegedly participating in an attempted coup in his home country. An associate of Mr. Masimov, who met with Mr. Hunter Biden, paid Mr. Hunter Biden the exact amount that was sent to a car dealership in New Jersey for a sports car for Mr. Hunter Biden, according to the records and Mr. Archer. Mr. Archer also testified that Mr. Hunter Biden also placed Mr. Joe Biden on the phone about 20 times and that Mr. Hunter Biden, in exchange for payments, delivered the Biden family brand. During Joe Biden's vice presidency, Hunter Biden sold him as the brand to reap millions from oligarchs in Kazakhstan, Russia, and Ukraine. It appears no real services were provided other than access to the Biden network, including Joe Biden himself. And Hunter Biden seems to have delivered, Representative James Comer said in a statement. The White House, a lawyer who has represented Mr. Joe Biden, and an attorney representing Mr. Hunter Biden in his criminal case did not immediately respond to requests for comment. Mr. Comer, who chairs the U.S. House of Representatives Oversight Committee, has previously released records detailing payments to the Biden family, including Mr. Joe Biden's brother, from Chinese and Romanian nationals. The new records came from subpoenas. The committee has so far subpoenaed six different banks, receiving thousands of records, as they probe the Biden family. They have not subpoenaed records of members of the family as of yet. None of the payments so far uncovered have been directly tied to Mr. Joe Biden, though at least one account that received money was held by an unidentified Biden. The records show that the family and their associates created more than 20 companies, many while Mr. Joe Biden was vice president, and that the way the payments were distributed to various accounts appeared aimed at concealing large payments from foreigners, Mr. Comer has said. Mr. Joe Biden was vice president from 2009 to 2017. Mr. Joe Biden falsely said on the campaign trail in 2020 that Mr. Hunter Biden had not made money from China. 
He also claimed, I have never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre said in July, after some of the records were released, that the president was never in business with his son. She later denied that the statement was a shift from Mr. Joe Biden's previous claims. Democrats have largely defended the president. Representative Dan Goldman noted that, according to Mr. Archer, no business was discussed when Mr. Joe Biden was placed on the phone. Mr. Archer also said that he did not witness Mr. Joe Biden talk business during the 2014 and 2015 dinners. This investigation has uncovered zero evidence connected to President Biden. In fact, the evidence is clear that President Biden had nothing to do with Hunter's businesses, Mr. Goldman said in a recent statement. The committee said the records have shown deficiencies in the current legal framework regarding ethics laws and disclosure of financial interests related to the immediate family members of vice presidents and presidents' deficiencies that may place American national security and interests at risk. The committee is concerned that foreign nationals have sought access and influence by engaging in lucrative business relationships with high-profile political figures' immediate family members, including members of the Biden family, the committee said on Wednesday. Members are looking at crafting legislation that would address the issue. It's clear Joe Biden knew about his son's business dealings and allowed himself to be the brand sold to enrich the Biden family while he was vice president of the United States, Mr. Comer said. The House Oversight Committee will continue to follow the money trail and obtain witness testimony to determine whether foreign actors targeted the Bidens, President Biden is compromised or corrupt and our national security is threatened. As I understand it, there isn't currently enough Republican support for moving forward with Joe Biden's impeachment in the House of Representatives. Why? Because so much of the Republican Party are members of what conservative commentator Steve Turley calls the donor class. That is, they are basically financed by big corporations and the rest of our current financial and business establishment with all their money invested in communist China. These people do not want Donald Trump to succeed and are happy to go along with the Biden regime's Marxist revolution in this country to flatter the CCP and protect their money invested in China. This is the case despite history plainly showing and the CCP's operatives plainly stating over and over that an eventual communist takeover of America will mean of America will mean their own destruction. Astounding as it appears, these fools somehow seem to believe that they will continue to have their wealth and power under some communist or other socialist America and world government being so eagerly sought after by these starry-eyed globalist communist monopoly capitalist elites of Western society, societies, I should say. As I've noted previously, conservative commentator Dr. Steve Turley insists on pretty much always looking at current events in a positive light. But here's Dr. Turley appearing to be acknowledging the seriousness of our current political predicament and what it portends as he observes that the real reason for so much of what is happening today is because of feckless, weak, phony Republicans who get their money and their marching orders from rich and powerful pro-communist China, American business, and financial elites. 
Play soundbite four, please. Town Hall. Town Hall is reporting that Republican firebrand Matt Gates is openly threatening Jack Smith with criminal contempt of Congress for what many perceive, obviously, as a blatant political witch hunt against Trump. Gates uh, is calling for House Republicans to demand Smith appear before the Judiciary Committee within the next 15 days. If Smith fails to comply with that demand, then he should be held in criminal contempt of Congress. That would, in effect, make Smith the first prosecutor in American history to prosecute a case while being himself under criminal contempt. Uh, That would be beautiful. Gates is going further, arguing that if Attorney General Merrick Garland doesn't rein this absurdity in, which, of course, he won't, then he should face immediate impeachment. Now, this is huge. Because as I've argued on numerous occasions here, the only reason why President Trump is being indicted right now and the entire nation is being subjected to this nonsense, the only reason ultimately is because the feckless Republicans allow it. I think it was D.C. Drano who said it. It was wonderful. While while we may all be pissed off at these latest indictments, it's not like we don't have a GOP majority in the House to impeach Merrick Garland or Joe Biden for that matter. The Democrats get away with these antics only because a feckless, weak, donor-controlled Republican Party allows them to. I'll say that again, damn it. The Democrats get away with these absurd antics only because a bunch of feckless, weak, cowardly, donor-class-controlled Republicans allow them to. I'm ready to do my Clark Griswold Christmas rant. I came across a tweet that I think said it best. We are never going to win until we realize that playing by the rules doesn't work when the other side believes there are no rules. Abiding by parliamentary protocol doesn't work when the other side's declared war. And this is a weakness in the Republican Party that the Democrats have thus far been exploiting. They're willing to pursue tactics they know Republicans will never pursue because Republicans are worried that were they to do so, it would destroy the country. If you think it through, I mean, that's they're basically holding us hostage by our own love and fidelity to our nation. Every literally everything these cultural Marxist Democrats are doing is predicated on a simple premise. They know that Republicans know. That were the Republicans to match tit for tat these Democrat antics, then the Republic would quickly descend into a spiral of illegality and chaos, very much analogous to what we saw in the late Roman Republic. That fact is well known to the cultural Marxists that comprise today's Democratic Party. So the Democrats have assumed the role of the spoiled teen who feels he has a blank check of lawless behavior that his parents would never dare emulate, given that for adults to do so would destroy the family. So the left is acting the way they do because they know that were Republicans to respond in kind by mimicking their own antics, the end result would be the destruction of the republic that Republicans and conservatives love. So they're basically holding us hostage to our fidelity to our nation. But what these feckless Republicans have got to get is that in descending into these lawless, ridiculous antics, we have already lost our nation.
they've already destroyed it. We just, we have a sem- we have an echo of a nation, but we don't have our nation anymore. They have utterly the Democrats have robbed us of the nation. They're burning it all down. They're going for, full George Floyd. They're burning it all down. So now the only question is, what the hell are you going to do about it to get our nation back? Enough of this. Well, we have to let the process play out. Freaking Tim Scott said that with the first indictment or with the first uh, Mar-a-Lago raid this time last year. We have to let the process play itself out. They're not playing a process. They're not playing a process. They are weaponizing the system to silence the political opposition. This is fundamentally about whether or not the people still have the right to choose our own leaders. Or will they be selected by an approved set of the political, permanent political class? That's what these feckless Republicans are going to have to start asking themselves. They're going to need to have to, look, they're going to have to start fighting if they expect to have a party anymore. And that's not mere hyperbole. You may have heard this, but we've got another report out here. This is very, very concerning for the Republicans. I don't think it's concerning for anyone else other than establishment Republicans. But while Trump is absolutely awash with cash, most particularly in his Save America pack, the Republican Party is going broke. Have you seen this? The RNC in particular and state state uh, parties. Uh, They're going broke. The GOP is going financially bankrupt. Patriots have pulled their money. They're not financially supporting a political party that can be so callously dismissive and deaf to the demands of their own freaking constituents. They're more accountable to CNN than they are to the heartland. How long are Republicans going to sit by and watch this monstrosity unfold without so much as lifting a finger to do anything about it or even worse for even worse we got the likes of judas figures like mike pence acting like they're faithful representatives of us you simply couldn't find a more repulsive abhorrent repugnant pseudo representative of this party than mike pence or mitch staring mcconnell or Mitt Romney, or Asa Hutchinson, or Chris Christie. And irony of ironies, I, they st- their donors still live in a world that thinks, they're, they're Trudeau'd. They still think in a world, they, they, they live in a world that thinks that it's Trump that's bringing down the Republican Party. That MAGA is somehow a fringe minority within the Republican Party. That the Liz Cheney's actually make up. The majority of the party. They actually live in that kind of refutalized aristocratic bubble. And they don't realize that MAGA is the Republican Party. So this is the tension we talk about all the time on this channel. If you're a regular, you know about it. If not, make sure you smack the bell and subscribe button. You'll love it. It's a very important distinction between uh, a populist right party and a populist light party. They're going through this in Europe. A little bit. And that's why they have a lot of break off parties that just form third parties. But a populist right party is a MAGA party through and through, you know, from top to bottom. All rhinos, all neocons have either left the party or they've just adjusted themselves to the new political reality. Right. It's a full blown patriot party. 
a populist light party is a party that has a MAGA base, a MAGA grassroots, but a neocon establishment leadership. And the disparity between the two, the disparity between the grassroots and the donor class controlled leadership is just growing wider by the freaking second. And this is because a populist right party and a populist light party operate by two fundamentally different politics. The populist right party operates by a politics of the people where the values, concerns and interests of the MAGA base are represented faithfully by their elected officials like Trump has done so well for the last uh, for did for four years and even onward. However, a populist light party is governed not by the politics of the people, but rather by the politics of the establishment, where GOP elected officials promote and protect the values, concerns, and interests of the aristocratic permanent political class that is in turn amplified by the shameless cheerleading of the mainstream Marxist media. So this is the party with with the likes of someone like Mike Pence. Pence sees the Republican Party as nothing more than a special interest group for the establishment, for the swamp. Pence, Romney, they're all dedicated ultimately to doing the bidding of the donor class that's in turn amplified by the advertiser uh, funded CNN, you know, Pfizer funded CNN, New York Times, Goldman Sachs. They care nothing. They literally care nothing about the working class men and women of our nation. Remember Pence's statement when Tucker was grilling him, you know, America's not my concern. That's that's not my concern, Tucker. That's not my concern. Well, if any Republican leader is concerned with having a viable political party in the very near future, uh, which <laughs> better become their concern, uh, all this all of this better be- become their concern. I mean, like as of yesterday, the the Republicans had better be following Matt Gates here and push back against this rogue renegade Justice Department and its weaponization of the legal system. I mean, Laura Ingram said it best. I mean, the Justice Department has basically become the new DNC headquarters. They're, they're effing arresting Biden's political opposition leader, for God's sake. This is insane. And if this isn't enough to awaken the Republican opposition to push back with 10 times the force of the Democrats, they don't deserve to be a party any longer. We will be watching very closely. As I've said, Joe Biden goes along with some of the ideas of others in our government to protect us from CCP's constant predations intended to strengthen them and weaken us. He talks tough about China because he doesn't want people to know how much he's compromised by them. Here's audio from a recent China in focus program from NTD television on the latest round of so-called targeted restrictions. The Biden administration is coming up with on uh, technology transfers to China. As you'll hear one observer state, I think it's Anders Kaur, who's the publisher of the uh, Journal of Political Risk. There's been some $2.3 trillion from around the world in total investment and in construction in China. It's uh, I think it's 2006 or four. Uh, this was uh, something I saw on the Internet from an estimation from the American Enterprise Institute. I think that's what he's citing. But the actual value of investments of Western uh, companies is many trillions more, I'm sure. Uh, and uh, as Anders Kors says, he believes these, these targeted restrictions are really largely ineffective. 
compared to the trillions of dollars besides them that are involved in technology and other uh, businesses going on being supported by the West in China. It's high time we began real decoupling from the CCP and halting our propping up of that murderous, slaving, and terrorizing communist regime. Play soundbite five, please. A fresh wave of U.S. investment bans aimed at China is in the works. The new restrictions are designed to safeguard valuable American knowledge and money from flowing to three key Chinese sectors. NDD's Iris Tao has more from the White House. President Biden on Wednesday signed an executive order to ban certain U.S. investments in Chinese artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and semiconductors. Biden writes in the executive order that such sensitive technologies can be used for the military, intelligence, and surveillance by countries of concern, which constitutes, quote, an unusual and extraordinary threat to the national security of the United States. Biden adds that certain U.S. investments risk exacerbating this threat, and he thereby declares an national emergency to deal with this threat. The latest move comes amid growing bipartisan concerns over threats from the Chinese communist regime. The Biden administration last year restricted exports of advanced chips to China, and he stressed today. America invented these chips. You all know semiconductors are those little small computer chips about the size of any of your fingertip that affect nearly everything in our lives, from cell phones to automobiles, refrigerators, to the most sophisticated weapon system. Meanwhile, the administration has stressed for months that any restrictions placed on U.S. investments in China will be narrowly tailored. These are tailored measures. They are not, as Beijing says, a technology blockade. But some experts say it's necessary to further counter China. So these so-called targeted sanctions and targeted restrictions really aren't very effective. There's probably $2.3 trillion dollars or more uh, uh, of money that's been invested in China. It's just too much money going into the wrong hands. The new restrictions are expected to go into effect next year. Reporting from White House, Iris Howe, NTD News. If you're like me, you have no doubt that all these terrible things we're facing in America today are the result of the stolen 2020 and later elections, at least That's what I and millions of other Americans firmly believe. And there's plenty of significant evidence to back it up, which has long been suppressed by our courts. The American people should be allowed to see that evidence, but at this point, I have my doubts it ever will be done. If you've listened to previous programs on this show, you know about the allegations that communist Chinese, primarily, but also other foreign adversaries, have been waging cyber attacks on our vulnerable electronic election equipment across the country, switching votes, millions of them in total, from Trump to Joe Biden and from Trump-endorsed candidates to those favored by the CCP and political left in the U.S. This, along with massive, sophisticated, and well-organized ballot fraud across America, particularly in key swing states, has resulted in the Biden regime and its supporters coming to power and holding on to that power. One of the nation's foremost election integrity fighters has been Mike Lindell and his team. Last week, Mike Lindell held his two-day election crime bureau summit in Springfield, Missouri. I believe it was the 16th and the 17th of August. I watched as much of it as I could, uh, and there was some very interesting stuff that came out. 
among that uh, a claim that uh, the uh, there were uh, something like 240, 260,000 votes more were received and counted in Michigan than there are registered voters in the state, if I understood that correctly. Ad- additionally, a woman made a, a woman from an organization made the claim that there were some 350,000 more votes received and counted in 2020 than there are legal voters in New York, throwing all of the results of the 2020 election in uh, in into to question. Uh, and of course, even people like Liddell and, uh, and uh, I think Liz Harrington, Trump's spokeswoman, have said that uh, more than 120,000 votes were received and counted in Pennsylvania in 2020, and there are registered voters in the state. So we got problems there. But one very interesting thing that happened in the second day of the show was that in a bit of drama, Lindell had a small device delivered by drone <laughs> to his his uh, desk there in the show, in the uh, exposition they were carrying on. And uh, it's called a uh, wireless, let's see, wireless monitoring device, which can remotely, in real time, display detect and display through the app uh, he has his uh, true social app which you now can download and have on your phone or pc and show you uh, these work within several hundred feet of a uh, polling place and they don't have they can block you from the polling place but if you have the device outside of it the device can pick up the cyber attacks and show you in real time where they're coming from that is if the ip addresses show their chinese china or somewhere else um if you listen, like I said, all the stuff that we talked about, uh, China being involved in this, um, and one of the uh, you can or rather you can find out more about the event on Lindell's uh, website, frankspeech.com, dot uh, com. If you want to get involved, he he says, uh, well, I'll go into a little bit more of this in a minute, but um, I strongly strongly recommend that you download and install and install on your phone and PC Lindell's Frank Speech and now Frank Social apps. Donate whatever you can. He has a thing to donate there to his uh, Lindell Offense Fund and sign up to get uh, at least uh, to get updated info. And you may be able to volunteer as well if you can um, to support upcoming events regarding our elections. You'll see instructions for all this on his website, uh, frankspeech.com. As I said, during the summit, Lindell and his team unveiled their plan for exposing these widespread cyber attacks using this device, which they plan to mass produce on our voting equipment during upcoming elections. This is a real revolutionary idea, in my opinion. I was really encouraged by what was revealed about Lindell's plan for combating these cyber attacks. What he'll be able to do is expose them in real time, and then people will be able to go to the election officials in that area. And he's talking about doing this across the country and say, hey, you're getting hacked by this, 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 this attack. It's coming from communist China, it's coming from Pakistan, it's coming from uh, wherever else, and uh, you need to get, stop this. Get out of these machines. We know these all the all our electronic equipment is very vulnerable. Uh, many uh, cyber experts have said this. The Department of Homeland Security's uh, Cyber Security and Infrastructure Security Agency has admitted this as well. Uh, to briefly summarize the plan, <laughs> Lindell showed this small device called a wireless monitoring device, which can be used within a few hundred feet of a polling site, and will reportedly show in real time, like I said, via internet. On your phone or PC, the extent of these cyber attacks and their sources anywhere in the USA. That is, this can be done anywhere across the USA. 
These devices, which again, I'm sure the opposition will be doing everything it can to defeat, try to jam them or whatever, will be used in conjunction with hundreds of thousands of volunteers that Dell claims he already has to expose to the American people the nature and extent of cyber attacks on voting equipment during all of our future elections at every voting location across the country. We'll have to see how all this plays out, as I'm sure, as I said, it's it's certainly encouraging and an encouraging turn of events from my perspective, given that the American people are large, have largely been abandoned by our courts and government regarding election and vote crimes. And of course, Lindell's plan will have to be employed in conjunction with other efforts nationwide to prevent and expose other aspects of fraud in our elections. But it's definitely a great and novel idea for combating the staggering election and voting fraud plaguing America today. That's it for another episode of The Jim Benson Show. You can listen to a podcast of today's show when it's posted shortly on The Jim Benson Show pages here at bbsradio.com. Look for us again with another live show two weeks from today in this same time slot. Have a great rest of your day and evening.